Hi everyone, welcome back to Kin's Conversations. Today I'm here with my friend Undeep and we're just going to be catching up, chatting about a few things, how our summer's been, but also maybe playing a little bit of a card game. Undeep, how are you feeling today? I guess what's one word you would describe your day so far to describe my day i would say i guess i was like looking forward to it because me and you have not connected in a while so catching up like that was much appreciated and much needed so i enjoy the conversation like that we were definitely able to talk about some fun things hearing a little bit more about your summer job i don't know how was that going like you're not done are you yeah no i finished the job I think in like two more weeks um and the summer job honestly like at first I was always like in the mindset like how did they hire me I shouldn't be here because my social skills aren't the best like I said I'm good at public speaking but starting a conversation and keeping it going is something I really struggled in so I was like I am not meant out like cut out for this but as I went and I picked up some tips I felt pretty comfortable and it's been going pretty good remind people who don't know what your job is what you've been doing and stuff like that oh yeah okay yeah so this summer i am an orientation leader at my university and so what that means is i'm basically in charge of like orientation orientation for the new freshmen the u.s ones the transfers the international and we're kind of like introducing them to the university helping them register um giving them tips for the university resources things like that helping them like kind of form a sense of community too off the bat so i kind of have to talk a lot with them through like um these sessions mm-hmm. and I, that's something i really struggled with at first and i was like i don't know how i want to run this cuz at first it was like trial and error but i saw how some other people did it and then i tied my own things into it and it's actually been like pretty successful and i got in a lot of them to like be like vulnerable with me and share things like that with me Mm-hmm. It just sounds so nice to hear because knowing you since high school, this is not something I'd expect you to to get into. But it's you grow when you're uncomfortable and when you push yourself out of your shell and stuff like that. It's been a really good learning experience, and I I remember you talking about how you even met the other orientation leader. My question for you is, what is one advice you would tell yourself if you could talk to yourself before you started the program i guess before i started the, i guess kind of knowing what my university has to offer cuz like i was so overwhelmed cuz there's lots of resources mm-hmm. but i never really knew like where to start or like what exactly to look for and i kind of just ended up in this position cuz it was like recommendations from my friends who were previous ols and they're like i think you'd be a good fit for this I was like, Alameo, you must be choking. I don't uh-huh. see myself doing that. But I was like, I'll give it a shot anyway. And I kind of did like wish I uh, was like, I guess, putting myself out there more towards like resources. Because I mentioned this earlier. In a way, I'm like reliving my first year through like this position because like I'm learning about like all the resources we have, how to access them. And I'm kind of doing more events that I skipped out on my first year. So yeah. yeah. And then also, I think something that probably impacted your involvement or willingness to was that you do commute but you did live in the dorm this summer yeah would you ever want to honestly i really like living in the dorms it was a great experience and it's kind of one of the i it took some convincing to do on my parents side too cuz they didn't want me to do that but i really like it and i've like picked up a lot of things i've 
I've been like able to become more independent like that, mm-hmm. I would honestly do it again. Mm-hmm. But I am not going to pay the tuition or、It's、like the money for that because it is a lot, in my opinion, a scam. But I did enjoy the experience, and I think that's one thing that also pushed me to take this role because I was like, I want that sort of experience. I want to experience it once in my lifetime.、Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I did do that. What is something you didn't expect from your Experience living at the dorm.、Um, as you know, I kind of always keep to myself. I'm not much of a social person, and I really only thought like I'd make like one new friend from like the OLS.、Mm-hmm. But the way I got four at once, I was、mm-hmm. like, I never expected to meet a group so quickly and become so close to them.、Mm-hmm. And I think living at the dorms obviously plays a huge role in that because now we see each other like almost every day. Some of us do go back on the weekends, like the other three do. So like. At least、um, us five are always together four days, five days a week.、Mm-hmm. That really built the connection because, like, during our free time or break times, we're always in each other's room. And I'm like way more social than I thought I would be, and I have like less alone time. And I don't really mind that this time because I'm like it's kind of different. And I do, in a way, like force myself to like go out there because like I don't want to regret it later、yeah. or be like, oh, I should have made the effort then. When you said that this is you reliving or living. Your freshman year and what could have been. It really sounds like it is because that's the thing. When you were commuting, you didn't get the dorm experience. And I think the thing with having a dorm, living with all these students, the whole point of it is to build community, to expose you to people who you may not see in class, right? Yeah. If, especially if you、um, aren't studying the same thing, you really got to put yourself out of your shell. And I think that's. I,、mm, for me though, I had a really bad roommate experience.、Mm-hmm. Um, bad roommate experiences <laughs> are part of my journey,、uh, but this coming semester I'm going to、uh, live in a suite, so I will have, I guess, some suite mates.、Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited for that. I'm just like, what is it like? Because you see each other every day, yeah, and the only people who see you every day. For the most part, like twenty four seven, kind of like sleeping, what your habits are,、mm-hmm. and sometimes when you live with someone, you get to learn what their subconscious habits are,、right. where they don't, they may not even know that it's a habit, right?、Mm-hmm. What if someone is just really messy? They like to sit with their foot on the, like up on the chair.、Right. I do that, but that's fine. So, so like different examples, and you're like, this is how they carry themselves every day, right? Yeah, and like it kind of ties into this thing, like where like friends or like best friends, like they're always excited to live together, but it's like, like when you live with them, it's a whole nother experience, and like you get like a new insight on how they live, and sometimes、yeah. even though people are excited, they find out, and then like it doesn't merge well on how they like go about it. Yeah. So and then they're like, oh, this was a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't live together like that. Even though like we're close, we're always together. Living together is like a whole different like level.、Uh-huh. So sometimes it might not go like as you planned it to, but yeah, it's it's like a test. Yeah,、oh, for sure.、Know? It's like trial and error. Do you think we could live together? Because I don't know what your living style is like. I've never lived with you.、Mm-hmm. Obviously, the only thing I know,、mm-hmm. perhaps, that I consume assume about your living style is that there's late nights.、Mm-hmm. And there may be binge watching anime or 100%, 100%. shows. A hundred percent. That's that's about it. Um, I think I could honestly 
I could see us living together. I feel like we're like compatible and we would work well. And like, we're both like respecting of each other's like what boundaries and things like that. And mm-hmm. I feel like we'd make it like work one way or another. And yeah. Yeah, um, I, I guess like my fear work. is that you, there's never a guarantee, right? Yeah, there's it's never like, a guarantee. What if eventually, say in a in another world, we do live together, uh-huh. like get an apartment together, go mm-hmm. to the same school, who knows? And then there's just like a tiny habit of yours that mm-hmm. I'm just super annoyed with. And I'm like, well, why does she always leave her plates at the table? Right. Or why does she uh-huh. put her dishes back this way and, mm-hmm. and so it's like things you need to talk about systems you need to put in place no, right? or like communicating it because if you don't communicate it no one's going to be able to read your mind no yeah and sometimes sure. you don't even know you're doing it i think the best roommate um situation is where yes you guys are living together you but you see each other kind of at the beginning of the day and end of the day yeah for and sure. somewhat throughout the day but for the most part you're going about your life, you're going to work, you're going to classes, and right. you don't see each other 24-7. Yeah, just because, doing your separate things. Yeah, because I think once you see each other 24-7, it's like... It's a little I, too much. Like, it's, I it's, need to get away from you. Yeah, it's kind of like your family. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I feel like this is common for people, but what you show your family, even if it's intentionally or unintentionally, is different from what you show your friends for sure like you can act however you act with your family i don't i don't know how you feel mm-hmm. about that or like if there's any contrast no, how I you interact with that, yeah. yeah are you close with your whole family or your sister brother yeah i'm really close with like my siblings and my mom i'm guessing there are things you probably wouldn't even like i probably don't even know about you mm-hmm. right now i feel like as kids though like we are in a way more whiny with our parents and like we're more comfortable in complaining in a way yeah yeah like the only person who will understand my moods is my mom even if i don't tell her something Mm -hmm. i don't know about you Mm -hmm. i guess you can answer this after but for me i wear my emotions Mm -hmm. on my sleeves Mm -hmm. when i'm annoyed Mm -hmm. or when i'm mad or sad Mm -hmm. you can see it in my face even if i don't try like Mm -hmm. once you start hanging out with me more Mm -hmm. whoever starts hanging out with me more you'll see you can read my face Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know. For me, I've heard from a lot of my friends, I'm pretty hard to read. And I kind of do try to keep it that way sometimes because I don't want, like, people knowing like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can't really get a read on my emotions. But you will know if I'm, like, annoyed or, like, pissed off, like, frustrated. Uh Like, if I've been, like, put off, you'll know because then it becomes obvious. But that's, that's, like, the one emotion that's easy to read. But for the rest of it, it's kind of hard to get a tell unless I, like, explicitly say it. And in a way, I kind of, like set it up like that like that's kind of like i guess from previous like experiences that's how i grew up so i kind of like to keep it like that too because it's like sometimes Uh i was like i don't want everyone knowing what i'm like feeling or things like that but yeah how did you get to that of this is how i'm going to manage my emotions right handle Mm -hmm. my emotions because you said growing up Mm -hmm. you learned to do that and there's nothing wrong with it Mm -hmm. but how did you get to it i guess it's just you know like from family experiences like I don't know eldest daughter things things like that it's like um they well like as the eldest daughter especially as like the eldest brown daughter or like a poc type daughter you are basically everything for the family you know like uh-huh. you do everything you're in charge you're like a third parent if you have siblings things like that like there's a lot of responsibility on you and sometimes they're like in like in a way suck it up or like you 
it's like like you'll figure it out you have to manage all these yeah. responsibilities right you just learn mm-hmm. how to and so like and then like uh, it's it's not like for all indians but some like indian families is specifically like my parents like they don't like uh show like much emotion like between each other so uh-huh. like like that like that's kind of common but mm-hmm. then like in a way um i would cut like hide off shelter my emotions mm-hmm. because it's like okay i like it's whatever like get over it like if something will happen like you'll figure it out something like that mm-hmm. so i kind of always like just keep them like that on the low to myself mm-hmm. and that's why like i i'm always good at listening to people but when it comes to comforting people i am so ass at that and i feel so uncomfortable because i'm like i in a way like sometimes was like never comforted because like i would just like go to my room and be like just lock myself and be like okay fine it's whatever like we'll do something Uh but then like i can't do it to other people like that Uh and i think it's just like from that so and then i kind of do in a way like that because my mom like she's in a way like you she's always like really expression like she expresses herself Uh You, you can get an easy read on her and in a way, like, I saw how people treated her like that. Yeah. I was like, I... How did people treat her? In a way, like, she's really nice, always really self, uh, selflessness, mm-hmm. and really, uh, she's really empathetic, has mm-hmm. lots of sympathy. People would use her, and I did not like that. And she would be too nice and just be like, it's fine, it's whatever, that's how people are, and would continue to do it. And growing up was like, I respect that a lot. And I, I was like, I don't like when people do it like that or like they use you like that. Yeah. And so I was like, in a way, I don't want to be like that. So I guess like growing up, like I like I said, kind of keep to myself and I'll only like really like be comfortable or expressive with you if I feel like content in our relationship. And uh-huh. I feel like like this person, like I will like um, use up my energy with them because some people i don't even want to bother using my energy with them because they're like it's a waste of time yeah but that's why like i keep my circle tight yeah <laughs> things like that so is it genuine is yeah. it going to be a good use of my my time mm-hmm. and my effort your story about your mom and how people take advantage mm-hmm. of her being nice mm-hmm. people in the world i don't i don't even know how to say it like we talked a little bit about this how some people will just be disrespectful because they think they can. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why, right? Mm-hmm. It, it takes more effort to be disrespectful than to be respectful Literally. and be a good human being. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second thing I was kind of curious about, um, when you were saying you're not good at comforting people, mm-hmm. that's I, I have some people in my life who are mm-hmm. not good at comforting, mm-hmm. um, which, which is completely fine. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're mm-hmm. great. But like, say give me an example like what do you mean how do you feel uncomfortable what goes through your head when your friend is kind of like dip, 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 like like talking like is, is it like yeah i don't know if you can give me a scenario or what's going on in your head mm-hmm. or if we need to make mm-hmm. a scenario no yeah. yeah i feel like like if it's like through text it's easier for me because i can always like type out how i feel better than like actually vocally express it mm-hmm. but like i guess like i can like comfort like people on like the basic level but sometimes like when they're crying i feel like i'm like i don't know what to do and i like go in panic mode i'm like how can i help them or like how can i like be there for them because people do have like different needs and like i'm just like i don't know exactly what to give that person at that time in a way that makes sense Mm -hmm. because crying is a difficult thing to to be confronted with Mm -hmm. because Unless you know whether they like being like um, 
patted him on the back. Yeah. Are kind of obviously giving tissues if mm-hmm. they need it. Um, but you're kind of like sitting there. And yeah. Like, are you okay? <laughs> I know you're not okay. No, yeah. That's that's another funny thing. Mm-hmm. When people ask, "Are you okay?" Even though you're not okay. Yeah. But but then I but like what else are you supposed to ask? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I like I can like like I said like basic comforting or like always like advice when they need things like that. Like I'll give my perspective, like my two cents about it, mm-hmm. and see how it goes from there. But like when it's genuine, like really emotional like crying or like on the verge of crying uh-huh. that's when i kind of start to panic i'm like i don't know how i should take it from here yeah you're a very straightforward person yeah and so that's not bad mm-hmm. i think uh we were playing a card game mm-hmm. and one of the questions is am i this is a little bit off track the question to me that you got was am i more creative mm-hmm. or logical analytical yeah. analytical mm-hmm. and even with your emotions i think you're able to process things well and you're able to cut back all the fluff mm-hmm. to analyze things well when, when it's someone else's situation. So mm-hmm. I know that in high school, mm-hmm. uh, for example, there there wouldn't always be situations where I'm overthinking, mm-hmm. but there would be situations where I'm like, oh, somebody, somebody, something, something. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, like... <laughs> bullet point the Uh, important stuff and uh i'm like i don't care i don't want to listen to Uh you anyways um that is not the case Mm -hmm. anymore thankfully but (laughs) it's it's just about how you communicate Mm -hmm. those things right because people take it differently Mm -hmm. um and if the way you're communicating your advice even if it's coming from a good place Mm -hmm. isn't uh in a considerate tone Mm -hmm. then I don't know. In in our relationship, I think we're able to tell each other that, mm-hmm. right? Um, or just at least speak about speak up about it. Because for me, I'm like very sensitive. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm very sensitive, and so um, in some of my relationships, mm-hmm. like friendships and stuff, the way you respond to me. Mm-hmm. If I catch something with your tone mm-hmm. and it's giving me a weird vibe, uh-huh. not like I'm overanalyzing it, but it will make me feel weird. Mm. And I'm just like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> right? But uh-huh. at the same time, there's not a right response that I'm looking for either. Mm-hmm. So, And at the same time, it's it's depending on the relationship. It's like whether you can trust if each party... Mm-hmm. Whether that's the person giving the very harsh advice mm-hmm. or whether that's the person who's overthinking and being overly emotional. Mm-hmm. It's just that trust of they'll understand where you're coming from and that it's good intentions, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. Um, but now I'm curious. If you were crying mm-hmm. or if you were just sad, mm-hmm. uh, relating this back to the five love languages, mm-hmm. how do you think you would like to be shown that you were cared for? I don't know, I guess, uh, when I'm feeling sad, but in general, like, for five love languages, I'm a really big quality time type person. Like, I value that over everything else. And, like, that kind of ties into, I guess, like, acts of services because it depends, like, what you do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really much of a physical touch type person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's probably towards the bottom. And then gift giving, I like giving... I used to hate giving and getting gifts because I was, because uh-huh. I like I don't know I I was I felt like I wasn't like 
good at it but then like as i've grown up and i've like made like more um personal relationships like more close relationships Mm -hmm. and i find out more about that person i really get excited into giving them gifts when i find out more about like what they like yeah like young when i was younger shopping for my sister was a pain i never she didn't really have like interests like that there was not because she was a baby well no but like even when no like when she was like in middle school Uh like there was not things like she would just like go all over the place so i always struggled on like getting her a gift but now like she has so many interests and like my other friends like you they have so many interests and i get so excited when it's like time for like to give them a gift or something yeah then i'm like building up i'm like oh my god i think they'll like this this and that yeah so i'll do things like that but and then i don't what was the last love language i don't know uh words of oh affirmation. affirmation I feel like, I guess, when I'm sad, that is the best thing to hear from me, words of affirmation, mm-hmm. because I guess I, like, get in over my head, yeah. and then, I, like, I'll doubt things, so probably that when I'm sad. The reassurance. But, like, in general, that's probably just, like, not, I have quality time over that. You yeah. Know? Well, two things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, it's nice to hear that you like gift giving, because mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's a way of showing that you know this Mm -hmm. person and that you care Mm -hmm. and also that you support their interests and their hobbies Mm -hmm. and it's like oh and deep you like to draw Mm -hmm. it's just something i knew or about you Mm -hmm. let me support let me support that yeah i don't know buy you a sketchbook or like buy stuff Mm -hmm. like that right um and the second thing quality time would be would be my highest too Mm -hmm. but here's the thing quality time has a very mm, quality time for me means intentional focused time with each other Mm -hmm. so uh not just time when you're you get together Mm -hmm. but there's nothing meaningful to Mm -hmm. it i i I think i like whoever i'm interacting with Mm -hmm. or spending time with especially if it's Mm one-on-one You have my full attention. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to check my phone. Mm-hmm. I will check my phone afterwards, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my full energy. Mm-hmm. And I that would be quality, mm-hmm. quality time. Because mm-hmm. I get very annoyed mm-hmm. when it's like, let me check this or this. Because uh-huh. like, that's fine. But personally, you know, yeah, it, the attention is important. And mm-hmm. I guess that's also interesting in a larger group Mm -hmm. because quality time with a larger group might look different for me maybe making sure you acknowledge each individual in the group Mm -hmm. so that they know that like i'm a part of this Mm -hmm. and they're being seen and Mm -hmm. heard and understood Mm -hmm. and everything because i think the worst part of a group especially if it's like a big hangout Mm -hmm. is when there's I don't know, five people, five, six people who are in on something and this one person is just like... Like left out, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it, it like, you need to acknowledge that and kind of pull them in mm-hmm. or at least talk to them so mm-hmm. they're not just like standing there no, or yeah. something. Yeah, so... That makes sense. Like, I feel like a lot, especially like with like the four friends I became like really close this summer. Some of us, like most of us, because like we go back home or like sometimes only a few of us are together. 
we're often like left out of the loop but like they always make sure like to catch you up and then it's like a whole like session they're like okay you won't believe what happened this is what happened so they excited and i really appreciate that because like it does feel like asked to be like left out of the loop you know it's like what's going on but then like kind of going back to what you said like your quality time is like make sure like they have like you know like full attention we're focused like in the moment too things like that that is like the case for me like most times too but i guess like I don't mind like if I like those people and I'm like comfortable with them if you want to go run errands or whatever I will come with you and just enjoy time like that yeah and like I'm all for that like for me that's quality time too I guess like uh if it depends on like I guess like the setting or situation like if you are checking your phone consistently it's like okay maybe don't do that sometimes yeah but then like I also just want like the group of friends where I you know can just sit we're on our phones just listening to music playing each other's playlists things like that like i find that to be quality time too no i would agree Mm -hmm. i would agree with you i think um not like not every conversation has to be a deep serious conversation right Mm -hmm. um just spending time with them and make like essentially being present Mm -hmm. being where your your two feet are yeah right Mm -hmm. um so if if that means being on your phone mm-hmm. and laying down on the ground yep. with other people, then you know where you are, you know where your headspace is mm-hmm. in that room, laying down on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. It's not somewhere else, daydreaming about something else, mm-hmm. something like that. Right. Um, but that was just something interesting because people have different love languages. Mm-hmm. People like to be shown... Uh, People like to see that they're cared for in different ways. Mm-hmm. Or like something that I, I thought about before was how sometimes you don't think about it, but mm-hmm. the way that you give, the way that you show your love for other people, mm-hmm. sometimes you might expect it back, even mm-hmm. though they show their love language. They show like, their love a different way. Mm-hmm. At least that is the case for me. I was just like, oh, I, I don't even have an example. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like you're showing what you want to get, but just because you're showing it, it's not enough because you need to communicate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like it's kind of funny to me because like this whole like the five love languages. I don't think it's ever been like more highlighted or emphasized on my life up until like this summer. Because mm-hmm. like my friends that I said I made back through my job, a lot like two of them like consistently like bring it up and they're always talking about it. And I it, to me it was like really interesting. I was like. I didn't, like, know in a way, like, that was, like, such a big thing in a way. Or, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, something that people really, like, strive to or strive for or, like, care about. Mm -hmm. So, it it was kind of, like, eye-opening to me. And then it got, like, me thinking. Because they were always, like, oh, what are your love languages? And at first, I had, like, a different answer. I was, like, oh, I mean, I guess this would work. But then I was, like, I got to, you know, like, I guess exploring it more or hanging out with them. I was, like, okay, wait. Actually, it switched up and it'd probably be this now. So, Yeah. 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 Friends can introduce you to new things. A hundred percent. And when you're fascinated with your friend mm-hmm. in the best way, you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you listen, you learn mm-hmm. a lot. For sure. Yeah. But I really like, um, I really like that your friends seem to care about that, or other people seem to care about that, just because it's a way of showing that they want to put effort into a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What is something you learned from your friends aside from the love languages mm-hmm. uh, this summer? A lesson you learned from them or with them? It could be as a group or as 
two of them, mm -hmm. an individual, anything you'd like to share? Um, I feel like in a way this like applies to like most of my relationships, but it never happened this quickly. And I guess like living with them in a way does obviously like it's a factor about it and like taking the class beforehand with them and then living with them. I've opened up kind of in a way like really quickly with them and we all became pretty comfortable. So like boundaries were established like pretty fast. Like, oh, this is like what we're looking for. This is what we don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Because I feel like in other friendships, it kind of comes a little later on, like like because it takes a while in getting comfortable with them. But yeah, for me, I think that came like really, really quickly this time. And I only expected it to be with one person. But the fact that there were four of them total, yeah. that was something so new to me. I'm like with the whole group, I didn't really expect myself like really like uh, value, valuing all of them deeply. But now I do. And I've, you know, it's been a new experience and I've enjoyed all of it. And yeah. I like it. That's the, that is the blessing of part of the college experience mm -hmm. sometimes depends on how things go <laughs> for but sure no Some ups and downs yeah okay more questions about your friends you don't have to expose them uh -huh. but thinking about each one mm -hmm. you can give them nicknames you can whatever you want to do mm -hmm. whatever you're comfortable with what is one thing you admire about each of them mm. um one of them Okay, well, honestly, all of them, like, no. all of them, they're, I'd say all of them, all of us come from, like, different, uh -huh. yet, like, similar shared experience backgrounds, and every single one of them, they are very, very strong, and I admire all of them, like, they've all been through a lot, and yet they're still here carrying themselves and doing a lot more than, like, and, like, they're putting themselves out there, they're being selfless. Mm-hmm. They're just, I don't know, like, I would sum them up as they're very strong, and I admire that for them. And sometimes, like, they feel like they aren't or they could be doing more. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like, no, don't think like that. Like, I got to reassure them. I'm like, listen, you are doing so much. You will do so much more. Don't be so hard on yourself because yeah. you've gotten this far. Like, imagine how far else, like, you will go. Exactly. Yeah. And just like how you would tell them <laughs> that, they would tell you that too. Mm -hmm. Because... I know you can be hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. So everything you want to tell them is things you should also tell yourself. Right. You can tell yourself because it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right? Damn. Love being a hypocrite, LMAO. <laughs> I mean, that's not hypocritical. It's like sometimes. Sometimes. When you give advice to other people, mm -hmm. you don't realize that you are you need that advice yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So, like, whenever I'm reminding you of, like, hey, remember... Right. your wins or mm -hmm. what you're capable of one step at a time that kind of stuff mm -hmm. it also applies to me i think it applies advice is applicable to most cases mm -hmm. if it's not too specific mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah just just be where you are one step at a time mm -hmm. and you, by by the time you know it, you're going to finish med school and you're going to be like, damn, I finished middle school. Finishing any school uh -huh. is an accomplishment. For Let me say that, right? Mm -hmm. You finish elementary school, middle school, high school, mm -hmm. running start. Mm -hmm. You're about to finish college mm -hmm. and you're going to because we will see you graduate. <laughs> and then you're going to finish your gap. Mm -hmm. You're going to finish med school if you end up doing that mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be on a timeline right. but the fact that you did that and it's not 
it was a whole season in your life that you have to acknowledge that you went through. Very true. So I think like that. I don't remember the card, but there was one like the very first reminder I picked up, mm-hmm. and we both agreed. I was like, "Wow, the way I kind of needed that right now." Wait, what it was, was like the outcome one, and I completely oh, forgot. It was something about don't focus on the outcome. Something like, don't focus so much on that, like on and, the like outcome. live in the moment in a yeah. way. And I was like, "Wow, the it, way that tied in perfectly." Yeah, it was. That relates to the quote of. It's about. What is it called? It's about the journey and not the destination, yeah. right? Because、uh-huh. if it, because it's not worth that whole stress、mm-hmm. on the journey to just get to the destination and be like, was it really worth it? Yeah, hundred you know? percent. Sometimes it is.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is not.、Mm-hmm. So, but thinking of the cards,、mm-hmm. um, so it's the cards from We're Not Really Strangers.、Mm-hmm. Um, okay,、mm-hmm. so I have a question to ask、uh-huh. you. Think of your favorite childhood TV show of all time. What、mm-hmm. is the first thing that comes to mind? <laughs> I like this one. I like Sprout. It's called the Berenson Bears. I don't know if you heard about it. The Bears. The Berenson Bears, something like that, right? Wait, so Berenson. I don't know. Bear, anyway, wait. Is it the the like they're in a they tree, ha- right? Kind of their house. Yes. Yes. It, it, literally, the the mom and dad's name are like mama and papa,、yeah. sister and brother. Wait, that was actually their names. Literally, <laughs> mama, papa, sister, and brother. Okay. And I don't know why, but every I think it came on at such a weird time too that I remember. I think it came on every morning at like seven fourteen a.m. Was that like before you went to school? Before I went to、yeah. school, so I would get up every single morning and make sure I watched every episode. And I don't know, I don't know why I liked it, but it was just so fascinating to me. That was. Was like my favorite show. Yeah, for me, I think it was maybe something on Ion Television, whatever、uh-huh. that is, whatever channel that was. And there were definitely shows that、uh-huh. came before school started. No,、like, yeah, right.、Mm-hmm. But then I remember after school was done,、uh-huh. after school was over, on those same channels, instead of kids shows, I would see chan-、uh, shows like. Ghost Whisper、uh-huh. and like Criminal Minds, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I loved that. <laughs> like I love, I'm not gonna say scary stuff,、uh-huh. and I don't ever want those things to happen. But it's very entertaining, and、uh-huh. you think a lot. No,、um, for real. But also fun fact.、Uh-huh. Recently, I'm really I've been proud of myself because、mm-hmm. recently I found my favorite childhood movies, and and they're like. Eleven years old.、Uh-huh. They're old Burmese movies、uh-huh. that I that I watched on probably DVD or VHS or whatever,、uh-huh. and I found it on YouTube, and、uh-huh. it was like in Burmese, which I didn't understand.、Uh-huh. But I I like scrolled through everything, and I and I put the pieces together like、uh-huh. a detective, being like, this is the actor, this、uh-huh. is the actress, this is the second actor. This is what it's about.、Mm-hmm. So it's like Burmese movie name, name, name,、uh-huh. genre, and scroll, scroll, scroll. Found the clips, looked at the comments,、uh-huh. copied and pasted, and see what it popped up.、Mm-hmm. And like I found both of them,、uh-huh. and I was like, oh my Dude, god! Wow, that must have been like so nostalgic, but like so、yeah. exciting at the same、yeah. time. Like a whole big piece of your childhood. Yeah. yeah. So I I watched、uh, one of them with、mm-hmm. my sisters,、mm-hmm. and it was so nice just getting. To see them enjoy things that I also enjoyed,、mm-hmm. um, and I love old Burmese songs and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So we also found that because、mm-hmm. that was also a big part、mm-hmm. of my childhood. 
So one of the shows was about three siblings, mm-hmm. uh, and they grow. Uh, what's it called? Three. It was about three siblings, mm-hmm. but then one day, um, their mom takes two of them to go shopping or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but then an accident happens, mm-hmm. and so they get split, mm-hmm. and then they find their way back to each other. But because of the accident, the mom. Um, gets impacted and goes a little bit crazy. So mm-hmm. it's just like a, a family kind of theme. Mm-hmm. And then this other one is super funny. It's just about this girl who escaped her, I'm guessing her aunt and uncle because mm-hmm. they're evil and pretends to be a crazy girl who forgets her memory. So she lives with these two boys and they're like two people who also live there. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I remember... Just like you remember all the things you connect the show with. Mm-hmm. Like there's a funny scene. Uh, it's like an action movie. Mm-hmm. So there's a fight scene. And this guy who's super weak. He's mm-hmm. like an old, fragile old man. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And so he fights this big dude. And this big dude has a sword. And he's like... He like slashes him or something. Uh-huh. And then so his hand just like... Looks like it's about to be slashing this. But uh-huh. then he's like, wait, it's not. And he's like, wait. wait. And so, so it's like different uh-huh. things like that that you're like, oh, I love details. Uh-huh. Even though it, it was not the best quality. Right. You know? It's yeah. about the emotions that it's connected uh-huh. with. So. The memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something I wanted to share. Yeah. I don't know. Um, speaking of which, I'm, on, I'm going on a little tangent right now. But the first American movie mm-hmm. I watched as a young kid mm-hmm. like probably five years old mm-hmm. was a movie about snakes on planes wow and so that is where my fear of snakes came from because really? i don't have i don't know if you've ever heard of that movie but i don't know it was on vhs or That's something like the first time i'm hearing about and this. it was put on the movie homemade movie theater that my parents made for business mm-hmm. and so i just sat there and i was like and I was like, I am so scared, but I'm still watching. Because there's this big, I don't know, anaconda. Mm-hmm. There's, like, so many snakes. There were small mm-hmm. snakes that, like, slid up a, a, a passenger's, mm-hmm. like, dress and kind of, like, bit mm-hmm. them. There was a big snake mm-hmm. who swallowed a whole person. Like there was that. a big snake that, like, went, I don't know, someone went to pee and, like, uh-huh. they bit you know uh-huh. and i was just like why did i watch that as a five-year-old why was that <laughs> access to me no that's me for like a lot of things like i used to go well i still do but i went to my grandma's house a lot when i was younger and my uncle would always be watching these like shows where it's things like crime deaths like that and one of the ones he always watched was like a thousand ways to die and i i would like i, I would watch it so intensely with him and at so many points i'm like why am i watching this like i should not be watching this i was afraid of so many things that like wouldn't even happen in real life now yeah. that i think about it but i was just like so invested in this show and then it like made me be like afraid of a few things but then like i grew what? up and i just like i don't know like not there's like i don't remember the one that made me afraid but i remember the one that i just laughed at when i grew up so there's this guy like they were in a construction site and he went to go use the bathroom in like those portable ones right mm-hmm. and so he had he was on the bulldozer but he forgot to park the bulldozer. So when he was in the bathroom, the bulldozer just like went over the portable bathroom <gasps> that he was in. And he got crushed like that. 
And then my uncle would watch like a bunch of like survival nature type shows where people got snuck in like an avalanche on the mountains. What? So when I went to Mount Rainier when I was little, I was like, why are we here? I was like, I don't think we should be here. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what the most painful way to die is and I don't want to think about Same. it. Same. Um, Mount Rainier, my parents and I went there recently mm-hmm. and they were so happy mm-hmm. because they love nature. Mm-hmm. And so we went on one of the trails. There's a trail. Um, I forgot what it was called, but there's two routes. Mm-hmm. One of the routes is more slow and steady and the other route mm-hmm. literally is very steep, zigzag, mm-hmm. all that. And me, my sisters and I mm-hmm. were just like, we're done. We're, <laughs> We're done. done. It's our time. And and then, what? There's a black cat in the. Backyard. Oh my god! You scared me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god! I thought there was something. Behind I was like, us. no, no, no. I was like, what is behind us? That would my be bad. so scary. Oh, I would. Ghost. I would kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. Um. And this is so, it. Um. But they were like, no, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. My dad and mom practically ran up the trail. And I'm like, why? Uh-huh. And and this whole time, we're just complaining together, bonding. And they're just like, you suckers. And they just ran up. And I've never seen them so happy. My aunt uh-huh. uh, was so happy when we saw snow that she, like, lied down on the snow and, like, posed with uh-huh. it, like a model or whatever. And uh-huh. it was, like, so cute. Um, anyways, nature is great. It's a little too good. Yeah, I I like I like hiking. Sometimes it's painful, but that's okay. I feel that. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Lots of different topics. Yeah, I was like the way we came from one point to another. Wow. Do you, okay? Do you want to try one more card? Yeah, go for In it. Should the, I choose it? Yes, choose it. From two. From the three. three. Oh, wow. What do you recommend I let go of, if anything? Damn, okay. like that 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 is hard uh-huh. for me to answer for you yeah because you uh-huh. do not easily attach to things uh-huh so that's hard no yeah but but let's think about this mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. damn that was fast you <laughs> said so let's think about this five seconds no i mean uh-huh. i mean most basic cheesy answer uh-huh but I know you overthink and you have lots of worries, mm-hmm. but something that I think you would benefit from is just to be a little bit less hard on yourself, mm. let go of the doubt, mm-hmm. and trust the process that you're taking, and know that you're gonna finish med school. Like it's you're oh, gonna yeah. get there, and uh-huh. you're gonna be like, I'm done. I think that would be just let go of the doubt. And I know that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that thing that you have to like reassure yourself sure. with and process things. And as long as I think doubt and worries are fine mm-hmm. in moderation because it means that you um, it means that you care mm-hmm. for what's going on and you want things to go well, right? right. So that's why you're kind of like, is it gonna go well? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! But. If it ever gets to the point where it holds you back from doing something you really like, mm-hmm. or holds you limits you in any way, then that's when no go. Like right. do it instead. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, no. What is? What I about? felt like honestly, like 
you were you would say something along those lines because I feel like that's what we've been talking about recently. So I was like, I feel like like you said, like like I don't get attached easily. So there's like nothing in that aspect, but yeah. like for when it comes to my thoughts, for sure. So yeah, I understand. I appreciate that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about me? Um, you. What should you let go of, if anything? Thankfully, I'm not... Wait. I guess... No, I was going to say, I think in a way, like, you already have, like, your... Because, like, now you're uh, focusing and spending more time on yourself mm-hmm. instead of, like, wasting energy on other people. So yeah. that's what I was going to say, and you're already doing that. So I love that for you. Like, I'm happy in that growth, and, like, you're developing there. So I like that. Yeah. We really did switch. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's a process Mm -hmm. because I think for me, trying to focus on myself is difficult because I'm always conflicted by the the idea that humans are social creatures. We need social interactions. And I love people. People are great. Mm -hmm. As much as people are horrible, people are also great. Mm -hmm. And that's why... Yeah, I just love people. That's why, like, I was always kind of worried because sometimes I felt like you spread yourself too thin because you would always do so many things, and I was like, you gotta focus on yourself, make time for yourself. That's true. So, getting used to doing things by myself, and mm-hmm. I can do things by myself. I think I'm pretty independent mm-hmm. in some things, um, and it helps you build confidence for sure in different ways. One hundred percent. So, we're both on our learning journeys mm-hmm. meeting people letting oh, go yeah. of people we don't want to interact with mm-hmm. and yeah yeah well and deep mm-hmm. one last question for you mm-hmm. what is one thing you're gonna take away from today mm, i guess because, like you said, we are heading into my senior year of university. Your senior year, yes. So, um, I will be fighting for my life for this next quarter. Because the way I got to take so many classes, I don't want to. But um, I feel like I, once again, will possibly be hard on myself about how I perform. So, I will try to hold myself accountable, keep myself in check, and not uh, you know, be too hard on myself. Schedule breaks like that, things for myself, and not neglect things like that. Yeah, no scheduling time for yourself Mm -hmm. scheduling classes and meetings are important but very true time with yourself is just as important Mm -hmm. so put that in your google calendar yeah for sure i think i've been doing better at that too like this past like i think i don't know like after like we came back in person this last year after covid like towards like the end of it i've been better at that like i have not been neglecting it Mm -hmm. like i've also been like telling i saw this one thing on instagram and now i use it for my students who come into orientation and there's like this one session we have with them like health and well-being and i would say listen scheduled time for yourself before your body takes an unscheduled time for you and i was like wow the way that is very true yeah you need to live by that so That is something we will work on for sure. Yes. And I know that we were wrapping it up, Mm -hmm. but the little habits Mm -hmm. and the choices that you make every day that build up. Mm -hmm. If you're neglecting your personal time every day, eventually your body's going to give in. It's going to catch up. But if you spread it out, Mm -hmm. you're good. You're good. You don't have to worry too much about that. Right. right? Um, Yeah. I'm just really proud of you and your growth and... I'm just sad I can't see you at UW, but hopefully I get to see you graduate and hopefully you better I don't be know, there, swear to God. With it's fine. It does that. <laughs> it's that. Um and with what's it called? With overthinking 
that's not something you can fix overnight. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I'm always I'm always at your corner, always there. If you need me to send random gifs, gifs, or random songs, uh-huh. or random updates, or just random reminders, or even you texting me being like, hey, I'm stressed. I'd be like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, random stuff. Right. It, it, it helps to mediate long-term, not long-term, well, long-term friendships and mm-hmm. long-distance friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just know, and for everyone, too. Mm-hmm. This season is a new one, mm-hmm. and so we can take what we learned from this past season and, mm, in a way, just be open to whatever it has to bring. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. And I know, thank you for all that. I genuinely appreciate it, and I hope you know it goes both ways and right back at you if you ever need me for any of that stuff as well. And with that, that is Kin's Conversations for today. So we'll see you next time. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys.